You're listening to The Dumb Will Speak, a podcast in which we seek to honor the truth of God as revealed in His Word. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dumb Will Speak. I'm Roy. I'm Chalen. How are you doing today, Chalen? Good. You know, on the cold opening, you don't have to do that anymore. Remember, we pre-recorded one where you already said. Yes, and in my podcast idiocy about two weeks ago, while I was messing with the board, I accidentally erased it, and I haven't remembered. I did not remember how to oh. redo it. <laughs> well, I was sitting here and I almost interrupted you. I'm like, uh, you know, you don't have to do that. We pre-recorded it, right? We did, and at some point, I'm going to have to uh, have you remind me how to work it. I've forgotten how to work that pad. What scares me is I just saw notes in your hand. You must have a lot for us to cover because that's a thick stack of notes. Actually, actually, uh, one side is a, an inventory of comic books where I'm going through my comic book inventory, and the other is, uh, yeah, the other is a list of things. Just, just you know how we always do a year-end review. I thought I have a little top five of 23 we might get to. So. Well, no, let's actually make sure we get to it. Why yeah. don't you just start then? We can do that. By the way, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. And... 20, and to all of our listeners, it's 2024. This is January the 7th. Sunday, January 7th, as we record, so this is exactly one week in, well, not exactly one week into the new year, right? Well, yeah. It's, when, uh, yeah, tomorrow would be the one yeah, the, one yeah, official day a full tomorrow week. would yeah. be. So New Year's Eve was a week ago, and two weeks ago was Christmas Eve. So tomorrow will be two weeks since Christmas. Also, the 6th, yesterday, was the end of the Christmas season, if you're into that old calendar. It was the day of Epiphany, where the uh, wise men come and visit. So, anyway, I'm being a nerd. So, um, yeah, um, it's been, what, maybe, you think it's been, has it even been two weeks since we recorded? I guess it was two weeks ago today when we recorded, wasn't it? Yeah, probably it, pretty close. Yeah, it was It was sometime before Christmas. Yeah. I don't think we've recorded since Christmas. It was before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, I think it was before Christmas. So, how was your Christmas? It was good. I'm trying to download a picture. Uh, I think you may have saw it. We're... I showed up at my brother's dressed as Cousin Eddie. I knew you were doing it. I knew you were doing it. Yes, I drove up. I have not seen dressed the as Cousin Eddie. I'm trying to screen share. Okay, so that uh, is... All I can tell you is I've been told by multiple people that uh, I nailed it. That's all I know. Well, going back in time, as you recall, you told me at the end of the recording session, stay online after we do the outro because I want to show you something. I did, about, didn't I? And you said, and you he said, listeners, you'll be hearing about it in the future. What he showed me was a costume. He had a picture of uh, actor Randy Quaid as Cousin Eddie from uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation movie, one of uh, Chalen's favorite holiday films. And then, um, then he had uh, the actual stuff that you bought, and you were like, I got that. I've got those pants. I've got everything. Well, you, you even got the bucks. You got the shoes, didn't you? Did you? I had the, the, two -tone, the shoes. The two-tone shoes. With, no, no, no. They were not two-tone. They're solid white with a gold chain, my friend. Oh, okay. Solid white with a gold chain. Uh, and do uh, you know how hard it was to find 1970 green pants that fit on eBay? You know, it, it was that needle in the haystack that had because they had to be too short. They had right. to fit. Yeah. Uh, and, and actually it came down to the wire because I had an emergency pair that I didn't think they were new, but they fit, but I had an emergency fallback pair, but I was able at the last minute around the, the end of November, actually, I want to say I found it at a thrift store and there they were. Well, I'm uh, glad, I'm glad you got them. 
so yeah, they're put up. I've actually um tell 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 asked, why you did it. It was something about your brother last year, right? Okay, so you know this. My brother my brother lost his house in Tornado a couple years ago when we had that come through in December twenty one. And so we had that Christmas at our house. Um and we were sitting here last year talking about next year would be you know, first year in their house for Christmas. Cause they were getting ready to move in last Christmas, but not quite, you know, there yet. Right. Um, so, so we, him and I kind of watch Christmas vacation or try to every year or usually on Thanksgiving night, him and I watched Christmas vacation because our, our kids play, you know, the cousins play. And so <laughs> I jokingly said during that scene, if you'll get the moose mug, I'll go with cousin Eddie. And that night he ordered, the moose mug but in the three in that year plus you're you're in a month or 13 months or whatever 14 months or whatever it was he had forgotten i didn't <laughs> but i went ahead and and bought a official national lampoons licensed uh mug the it's a wally world mug is what it is it's, yeah it's from yeah. the first vacation it's right a, it's a throwback so i didn't tell anybody uh, that it was going on that was going to be there. So we were purposely <laughs> late to Christmas by about 10 minutes, making sure everybody would be there, you know, was there. And, and, uh, we, and, and, and my wife has on a shirt that says it's a butte Clark. You remember the dad, when the lights light up, oh, it's a butte Clark. Clark. Yeah. So she's wearing that. And I just walk in and as soon as I hit the door, I've got a glass of eggnog in that, in that, uh, in that moose mug. And as soon as I walk in, man, I was just kind of like, man, that's a, that's a honey of a tree cart. <laughs> Is it real? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and, but you've also got a, our, our love for that movie goes back to our childhood. Right. And, um. Uh, when the tornado did hit, we were there and we were cleaning up, trying to see if there was anything, you know, that was salvageable, just anything that he could find. Yeah. And we were throwing it off and we had heavy equipment there, uh, moving, putting them on piles. I mean, we had two, I mean, when you sad, you watch your, basically all your material things are up in flames. I don't know that because yeah. they're all ruined or what, you just put them in a pile and you burn them. And, uh, we threw a couch off off what would have been his kitchen floor or dining room floor and we threw it out into what is now the backyard where the kid steers and everything are picking it up and we threw it off and he goes boy that's a fine piece of furniture <laughs> and he goes if you don't mind it clark i'd be taking that off your hands i mean in this tragedy thank by the grace of god i still have my nephews and my sister-in-law and right. my brother that's right and so at least you know we got a little laugh and it was i, I couldn't imagine you know, what he went through, you know, at, I mean, we were obviously he's my brother, so we were close with him through it, but, uh, but still to have to personally go through it where he was the one having to rebuild, having to just pick up your life. I don't, I don't know where the way to put it when, I mean, God never promises, I mean, even as, God never promises that we would not have problems. In fact, he, he says in this life, you will, no. you will have trouble. You know, that's why the people that abuse the scripture uh, make me so angry because they tell people that, you know, well, if something's going wrong in your life, it's either demon oppression or it's your fault. You have lack of faith. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Sometimes it's just a curse of the of fall. It's that's just right. A, 
We live in a we live in a fallen world, and and that's that's something you got to remember. It is. And so you have these disasters that occur because the weather is all messed up, and you know God's in control. And I, I love the fact that your brother had a good sense of humor about it. I mean, what else are you going to do? Curl up he, in a ball and cry, right? So it's better to do it the way he I, did. I, I mean, he did. We we just sat there and we, and there was a lot of times he was stressed out going through it, having to build. But that, I mean, at least that one day you're sitting there going. This could have ended a whole lot different, you know. Absolutely. I mean, moments before the death. tornado, they didn't even know it was there. So, yeah, it's so. Uh, and tragically, people around here, I don't remember the count now because we're, you know, two years removed. But we had, there was some loss of life here local. And, you know, that was what, was it uh, two, was it, did it push 200 mile tornado? 200 mile an hour wind. Several. Yeah. No, didn't it push 200 mile oh, path? Yes, or yes, yes, yes. It was, it was one of the longest recorded tornadoes. Uh, in this region ever because of, of how long it stayed on the ground it, without raising up. It yeah. stayed on the ground continuously, and it passed through multiple counties in this state, but it also had already hit, uh, what, in was it Tennessee below us? It came out of Missouri. Arkansas, Arkansas Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, Arkansas, Missouri, and Tennessee. This was a, an, a massive tornado, yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, it, we people lost lives. I mean, there, I mean well, there were several homes in for me on Christmas Day, I went on Christmas Eve. Um, it's always been in the past that that's when my kids would come over since they've moved out. But even before that, we always, even if somebody was working, we, we made sure we did something on Christmas Eve together. This goes all the way back to when the kids were little. And I had a job that allowed me to be off on the weekends. Um, we always on in, in holidays. So we, we always did Christmas Eve together in some fashion. And it, it was usually either like on Christmas Eve morning we would have a late breakfast. We would sleep in. They would sleep in. I was usually, I would usually already be up cooking, take the dog out and then go cooking. Uh, I would make a country ham breakfast. Now, in the old days, we made homemade biscuits. But nowadays, you can buy these biscuits that are pre-cooked, but they're frozen. And you just heat them in the oven. And they're, they're decent. They're not bad biscuits. I mean, they're not bad. I, I don't love them, but they're not bad. I still prefer homemade. Um, but um, it's a lot of work to make homemade. <laughs> Homemade biscuits when you reach a certain level of life where you're just like, I don't want to do this. That's first world problems, I know. But um, so instead of making homemade biscuits, we buy those pre-cooked ones. And then um, we do the, um, I do country ham. I make red-eye gravy with the um, the ham grease and the fat and the drippings. And then we do a uh, mix with uh, black coffee and all that. So I make red-eye gravy and I do eggs, usually two types of eggs, scrambled eggs and fried eggs. I prefer fried. Some people prefer, prefer scam, scrambled, but it's usually both kinds. Every once in a while, my wife will make French toast or something like that, but not always. And I used to do always do uh, home fried potatoes, but I don't really, I didn't mess with that the last couple of years, and I didn't again this time. But Christmas Eve being on a Sunday, uh, Haley went to church with us, and after church we, we went home and, well, first we went by my son's house to uh, my wife had, had done up all their laundry and stuff where Kaylee had been in the hospital. And of course, update on that, of course, to the listeners. And I guess to you, well, you, you already know, but to the listeners, she was released from the hospital and the day after Christmas, but then she went back a few days later because she had some more issues. She has spent part of the past week in the hospital, two or three days. And then now she's been home for another two or three days. My son came by this, this afternoon, just before we recorded and he left right before we recorded he he came over because he's not seen his dog <laughs> since um, uh, since December nineteenth. 
that's the longest he's not seen his dog in the since since we got the dog when he was like three months old, and the dog is over twelve and a half months old, twelve and a half years old. So that's the longest he's been without his dog. Uh, it was um, let's just put it this way, it made my wife cry a while ago when uh, when they were reunited because of the way bullet acted towards my son Colin and Colin towards him and she started crying and that made my son cry and I was like you two stop <laughs> I was like stop but it you know I'm not cold hearted I do cry at movies but that didn't make me cry but it was nice it was good to see the reunion um but but on Christmas Eve my daughter came over I cooked that meal you know instead of having instead of having it breakfast we had it as a late lunch around probably around one o'clock and that was the only meal we ate all day. We had that. And then uh, that night, my, my daughter stayed a while. We watched a couple of Christmas movies. And we did our presents. She brought her pres- her gifts to us over. And we gave her our gift to her. And then, um, then we took some pictures in front of the Christmas tree and made some hot chocolate. A lot of people call it hot cocoa. I still prefer to call it hot chocolate. And uh, we, we did that. Um, that was good. And that's another tradition we always do on Christmas Eve. And there was no snow. Another year without snow. Uh, Christmas. It was actually warm. It was. It was in the 60s. Christmas Day, it turned cold late in the afternoon. So around 2 or 3 in the afternoon, it started getting cold. But Christmas Day, we went up to... Um, First, we went to two places in Indiana. First, we went to Evansville, Indiana, to see my daughter-in-law at the hospital. We took them their presents. And so it was my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, um, Haley, my daughter, my wife and I. And we took we went up to see them and gave them their presents, and they opened it and stuff from all of us. And then we then took their presents after they had opened them, except for a few little small things, little odds and ends, you know, that they wanted to keep there, including the candy and stuff. And then we took everything else with us so that we could put it in their house, take it back to their house later and until they got home. And so we've been keeping their border collie for, for all this time and along with our dog. And so I now have two dogs in the house, but, Christmas was okay. We then went to Mount Vernon, Indiana, and saw my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and niece, and um, my wife's mother was there. When I said mother-in-law a while ago, by the way, I meant my father-in-law's second wife. Uh, my mother-in-law, actual mother-in-law, my my wife's mother, she was also there at the Mount Vernon, Indiana thing, and we did that. We were there for several hours. Um, it was a good day. Oh, my, my, my brother-in-law made an excellent pork tenderloin. So there was no beef and there was no turkey. You can't go wrong with that. But there was ham. He did a ham as well. And he's done a ham for the last few years. And he does a really good job with the ham. But he did a ham and a tenderloin. And my goodness, that tenderloin, it rocked. It was good. So And, and there was lots of good desserts and stuff. So um, I'm limited on what I'm supposed to eat. And I just did small amounts of things so I could at least taste it. You know what I mean? But I can't, I can't actually... Well, quite frankly, I can't eat as much as I used to. There's a medicine I'm on for my diabetes that affects my appetite. So, like today, I've had one meal, and I didn't eat half of what was on my plate. So I'll be eating that tonight for dinner. <laughs> you know, that's just the price you pay for getting old and getting sick. But, but yeah, it was a good Christmas, and New Year's was totally uneventful. I think I went to bed around 10.30. <laughs> I don't do New Year's. I just never have. So I, I, won't say oh, I've never, no. I won't say I've never done New Year's, because I have. I've actually performed on New Year's. I played drums in a band and sang 
on New Year's Eve things before in the past, but but for the most part, that was an anomaly too because, you know, um, I don't drink and, and I don't run around and do stuff and I don't like the wildness. So for me, New Year's is usually pretty uneventful. What was the old saying? You don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't run. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, don't smoke run. and I don't chew and I don't run with girls that do. <laughs> now that's, I, yeah, um, yeah, for all of our yeah. independent fundamental Baptist people, that's a callback. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. There but, you go. But okay. So are you ready for the top five? I thought well, about I'm still trying to find this darn picture. When you find it, show me. But I've been thinking about I'm working on it. What were the top five newsworthy stories that we either did or did not cover? Because in some cases we didn't cover them. But uh later in the year we didn't we didn't cover this one, which is huge, and we still never talked about it. And it's fine. It, we don't have to cover everything like that. But I just thought it was interesting, the top five things. And I've got a couple of honorable mentions. The number five. Hold I've, on. We, we've, got a, we've got a share here. Hold on. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Hold on. Hold on. So we'll get to grade it. Oh, Lordy. Did you see it? I'm seeing it now. Dude. Is it not awesome? That is uncanny. That is great. That is great. Oh, you just. And y'all. We've got to go to video eventually because, I mean, I wish they could see this right now. <laughs> the, the, the goofy grin on your face. You look like Eddie. I swear you do. I know. That's what was sad. I've been asked to, I may or may not have been asked to play it at a wedding. Oh, my so, goodness. <laughs> I'm going to have to start charging. Honey of a tree, you got there, Clark? <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's, there's, another classic, there's another classic line from that film that I've seen on a T-shirt that I can, we, don't, we, will not, we will not ever say on this podcast, but I think you know what I'm talking about. Oh, has to do with no? the explosion at the end of the uh, movie when the... <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what causes the explosion. Something to yeah. do with sewage. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Okay. Um, and being in an RV. Okay. okay. Top five. Back. Sorry. Back to top five. So um, there was the earthquake in Turkey back in February 5th. You know, killed a ton of people. We mentioned it, I think, because Al Mohler did a really good job oh, talking man, about it. You started doing the year interview. I forgot about Forg that. I mean, I'm telling you. I had to look these things up. I had to look like what were the top ten news stories of the year. And from those, I picked a few that I just thought were interesting to note because then let's not forget what happened just earlier this week on the first there was a tsunami and earthquake in japan on yeah. the, on new year's which is which is yeah. you know, it's incredible how how these things you know it, they just keep happening over and over again it's the same stuff um number four and we definitely talked about this was the christian school shooting in nashville um yes that the, Man, the, and that seems so long ago now. yeah the trans woman, actually March 26th, I had to look up the date, March 26th, um, folks, we still don't know what the manifesto says, only what was leaked no, back, I in, say, back in we, November. No, exactly. we've never been told. Nope. A few things were leaked in November, and no one has denied it, therefore, it's by the fact that no one will deny that that's what it said, we're, we're led to believe it probably really did say those things, and it's horrendous, and it's, you know... Um, I don't know where a lot of people, where maybe all of our listeners stand on these things, but I personally believe in demonic possession. I think you can open yourself up to the darkness so much that the devil takes over. The devils, because there's more than one. When I say when I say the devil, you just think of Satan, you know, Lucifer, Beelzebub, whatever the different names we have for him. But there are devils. There are evil spirits, unclean spirits, demons, um, other things that you can call them, fallen angels. There's all these things. And... Um, 
from those, yeah, you can be possessed. And there was something definitely, definitely wrong with that girl. And yeah, I said girl. I'm not going to go down that line, you know, the whole trans thing. So um, that was March the 26th. And uh, my heart still breaks for that situation. We also reached the one-year anniversary of the Ukrainian war on February 23rd. And I know we talked about sometime earlier in the year how we couldn't believe this thing was still going on and that the Ukrainians still hadn't been completely defeated, but they were blackening the eye of the, well, they say, the Russians. But somehow, they, but somehow that's happened. And, you know, as I look at that, in February next month, that'll be two years. And the war still doesn't show any signs of stopping. So it's been two years. This is the Not longest. This is the longest-running European war at this point, since World War II, if I'm not mistaken, I'm fairly certain, because it's the first time an actual outright invasion. Now, you could go back to those wars in, in Eastern Europe in, in, in the 90s, but those were mostly civil wars in, in the former uh, Slovakian-type, um, Czech, the Czech, Czechoslovakian, all that stuff. When that broke up, you had those wars, but those were civil wars. They weren't, they weren't foreign entities invading. This is an invasion force from Russia into Ukraine. That'll be two years next month. Um, I thought about this one because of the the hubris of man, and I think we may have covered this because of the fact that, you know, this rich guy built this little sub and then didn't think about the fact that it was just thrown together. It was a hodgepodge. But the, uh-huh. sub, the sub that imploded down near the yeah, Titanic. Yeah, Yep, yeah. That was in June. That was in June. And I swear, that was in June? And yes, and I swear that feels like two years ago. Does it not? That's how fast our world... See, Man. I had to be reminded of these things, Chalen, because we go from day to day and forget. I don't know about you, but the news cycle is, is now basically on a 12-hour cycle. It's not even on a 24-hour cycle. I can't keep up with what all's been happening. And then I put as the number one event of the year because in some ways it may not be. I, honestly, the, the school shooting is right up there with it as far as for Americans, but for the sheer insanity and the fact that we just can't really wrap our heads around what's going on. The whole Hamas invades Israel thing on October 7th, and that one's more recent, so that's more in my mind even even as we speak. You know, that's a terrible thing. Uh, it even caused me to do, at that point we were having, that was in the, during that time frame we weren't recording much, but I went on and did a little short yeah. thing where I just requested prayer. I just said a little thing, and I said, I don't want to talk about this much because it really upsets me, and it does. And, you know, I know... A lot of people have different things. There's a lot of conspiracy theories about what happened and why it's happening and all that other stuff. I don't want to get into all that. But the the sheer loss of life and the brutality, you know, you have, no matter how you feel about it, about what happened, you still have over two and a half million Palestinians crammed into that little area called the Gaza Strip. And there there are innocent people involved in that. Just because they're not, they're not, Jewish and not part of Israel proper doesn't mean that they're not, there might not be good people by what the world thinks of as good in that crowd. And they're getting bombed just the same way as the people that actually invaded um, and, and did pull off the invasion, the, the, the Islamic terrorists, the Hamas and Hezbollah and all that other stuff. You know, I mean, we can't lump them all together. Human beings are human beings made in the image of God. And there are innocents being killed as well as guilty, but that is war. And at the same time, you know, Israel's not a perfect state either, and, and don't overlook the fact that they've made some bad mistakes in their handling of this whole situation. And yet, if they don't fight, they don't exist. So I kind of understand why they do what they do. 
So, I mean, I, I don't have and the I answer for that. I can't believe some of these, how, how man, you, you feel like it was five years ago. Yeah. Well, you know what? October 7th and now today makes three months already for that. I mean, for that conflict. The, the Titanic thing, I remember, but man, that school shooting, I just. And see, we covered the Titanic thing and we covered, we covered the, uh, the, sh- the shooting because, you know, we were both talking about, you know, we need to be in prayer for that situation and, and all that. Um, yeah. It just doesn't feel like it, sh- it, it. It actually feels further away in time than just 2023, which just ended. It does. Now, and this is on a much lighter note, I added some honorable mentions for top stories, which was Roy and Chalen still failed to put out video. <laughs> video material for yeah. the dumb will speak. Roy and While Ch- you were doing that, it was funny. I was sitting here with OBS trying to figure out how to operate OBS. And I put this oh, one down. Another honorable mention for Top Story was The Mandalorian Season 3 because it rocked. <laughs> it oh, more, that wasn't even a it more than, season. I hope Season 4 is this year. It more than made up for the, the doldrums of uh, Book of Boba Fett, which I did not feel as good about except for the two season the two the two episodes that really belong to the mandalorian uh, other than those two episodes i, I really feel like uh, book of boba fett could have just not not been made but mandalorian season three now yeah, that was good that was good television well there's something else this is totally not anything to do with christianity um the monster verse uh monarch on apple tv is well worth the watch with kurt russell i've heard good things about it yeah it's it's amazing it's you well brought that up i have heard about well, it well I don't have Apple. I am up to date. I don't have Apple, but I have heard that is good. Uh, oh, I, although I, am, I will say I did see Kurt Russell in the movie on Christmas Eve. I watched the Christmas Chronicles where he played the hippest, that's really good. the hippest Santa Claus I've ever seen. That was a really good movie. Where he actually says, what, can, they'd say somebody not having a belly, and he's like, what, can Santa Claus not care what he eats or something? <laughs> yeah, and remember when he stands up and asks that policeman, he goes, does, does, does my butt look that big? Because <laughs> he's looking at the fat Santa he, on one of the cola cans. <laughs> and he uh, he uh, is married to Goldie Hawn. Yes, which makes sense. That's Miss Real Claus. life relationship. And also the fact that when he sings, that's really him singing. They didn't have to dub him because... Uh, Kurt no. Russell can carry a tune and has actually portrayed Elvis a couple of times. And so he sings. Uh, yeah, that great documentary. Santa Claus is back in time. Graceland. <laughs> With him and uh, Kevin possibly Costner. the worst. Yeah, the, that's possibly the worst Elvis impersonator of my life, Kevin Costner. <laughs> who I like as an actor, just but not, not in trying that. to play an Elvis character. Not, not in that, so. right? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look you right in the eye and tell you. I know all about that movie, but I've never seen it. I've never seen Thousand uh, Miles don't. of Graceland. <laughs> don't. Save your time, man. But I did uh, see I did see so Kurt, Kurt Russell all, plays, play, play Elvis in You know, now, now you got me to thinking. I'm, so I'm thinking... Were there any Christian, like when we say that, you know, things happen throughout 23, was there any Christian major things? You, you, you see what I'm saying? Was there any? You and I saw Al Mohler for the first time. That is true. Uh, publicly. Yeah, and w- what month was but that? But was there anything that happened? I don't know. We saw him at a, uh, <laughs> at a, um, a life uh, anti-abortion rally. Were there any big happenings that you could think of? I'm, I mean, I'm not. If there is, and you're laughing, I'm not being facetious. I'm no, not remembering. I, uh, I mean, 
there was this there was the health scare with with John MacArthur that you and I covered on. Uh, we talked about it briefly. Yes, where he had the yeah. heart and the blood clots. Actually, yeah. I think yes. it was. There was that. Um, there was the ongoing drama and fiasco of what is the Southern Baptist Convention. We covered that. Uh, yeah, that that's uh, that's still imploding. I mean, that's yeah. an every well. See, there, I, I guess there is one thing that did happen toward the end of the year. You and I talked about. It. If you remember, in our local area in Kentucky, they begin to. I, I don't know how they were still here, but they begin to disbar some churches with women pastor in the SB in the KBC. Yes. I don't believe they're in the SBC. Uh, and I don't, and then actually someone who I'm not going to call by name, that is a very dear friend of mine who would not answer when I asked was defending them and not understanding why in the world, because she was a faithful preacher of X amount of years. I think it was like 20 years at a pastor and why in the world that he wouldn't vote for it? And he goes, well, she's, you know, I don't see anything wrong with it. She's not hurting anybody. She's been doing it 20 years. I'm like, scripture's clear. Yeah. She can't be a pastor. Yeah. 20 years ago, she should have been, it shouldn't have been allowed. And it still shouldn't be allowed today. And all I got was, well, we'll uh, we, we'll just, we can't, we'll agree to disagree. Well, we're not going to agree to disagree. I, I know a lot I mean, of, I know a lot of, just, I, know, I know that a lot of times people don't want to hear this. But within the Koine Greek, as there is in a lot of European languages, there is there are gender within the words. There's gender within those names. Sure. There's a masculine, and there's a feminine, and there's a neuter. Within the word for presbyteros, for presbyterian, the presbyter, presbyteros, elder of the churches, it's the masculine. It's only the masculine ever. Yeah, ever in that in in any any of the texts of the new Testament. So, and, and, you know, unless you can, <laughs> unless you're going to find some text that we don't know about that shows it written differently, everything is always mentioned as the male. Therefore it's, I think it all boils down to creation order and God's plan. It's always been that way. It doesn't, it doesn't belittle women. It doesn't make lim- women less than, uh, you and I both admire and respect our wives, our mothers, our sisters, that's, and our sisters uh, and in the it Lord. And it's not that. got anything to do with being abusive or, or pompous. But if you want to call it a patriarchy, all I can say is take it up with God. He designed it, not us. And when we, when we, yeah, when it, we rebel against it, we set ourselves up for chaos. I was having a discussion with a coworker the other day, and I, and I said, the biggest problem is when... Um, When man tries to ignore the relevance of Scripture and tries to come up with his own rules for how to run the church, the church gets into trouble and eventually slides into apostasy. Always. In every denomination where they've done it and gotten away from the order and the creation order of God, you have this problem. It is not because somehow women are more liberal or whatever or women or men in those type of churches are, are weak. It's because it's not how it's meant to be. It's just period. It's not how it's meant to be. I can't help that. Well, I know this puts me at odds with a lot of people I know who, who are okay with it. I'm not okay with it for that reason. It's not okay in the scriptures. There's no example of it in the scripture. And even to a, a, a very learned person like uh, Gordon Fee, who tries to make an excuse for it, I, in his uh, in his commentary on the Corinthians, I still can't go, go along with it. It doesn't work. It's not even the way that the, the way he tries to... I won't say twist the scripture, but just tries to take that Greek text and make it say what he wants it to say. But 
It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Did, didn't, was it this morning in Sunday school that we actually talked about, you know, this, I, I don't remember if it was this Sunday or what, but it goes back to a God complex. You know, they, it, it, they want to be God. They, they want to usurp roles that God has given. Yes. And, and they, you, it and goes you mentioned, you garden. mentioned that goes back to the garden of Eden. Uh, it continues with Cain and Abel. It continues but through up to the time of the flood, especially, and then it goes on to the Tower of Babel. It's 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 man trying to be God, wanting to usurp the throne. Yeah, that's where it was. We were having that after Sunday school. That's where it was because we were talking about it's you know it's pre-diluvian. You know, yeah. it goes back to there's nothing um, new under the sun, right? That time we've always been no, trying to do this, no, no, set no, ourselves it's... up above the authority of God. What, what does Satan do when he wants to call it into question? He said, "Did God say? Has God said?" Yeah, God did say it, and Eve knew that, and so did Adam, and they still partook of the, of the forbidden fruit. So, yeah. Yeah. It, I, but I'm trying it, to think, uh, to, and, you, you know, I'm trying to think about any big, big scandals in the church this year, or the, the year that just ended. And no, I, other than our ranting and raving about the further downfall of the of the, of the the SBC, I can't really remember any one thing in particular I do, I do know this. I do remember this. In the United Methodist Church, the splitting off and letting the more conservative congregations take their land, and they're, remember how they're, they're divvying up their stuff now, and this has been going oh, on. Oh, yeah, that's been a nightmare. And that's been a nightmare, but they are doing it. And Our local one here down the road from me, where I live in Rule, uh-huh. they are no longer part of them. So they've left uh, it too. They're they're, they're now they're now uh, whatever city I live in community church. Oh, they have pulled out a Methodist they, they, and they, they are an old old. They're school. one of the old Methodists, but with a young pastor. Oh wow, he, he's he's very young, but he's conservative. Uh, well, I, yeah, he's very conservative, and um, so that that was a change that happened in October is when they changed. So I but, was but glad see this, to hear that. But, but see, this is what always happens. The conservatives are always the ones that have to leave. The liberals yeah. always stay, and then they tank it afterwards. Because what happens is they go so far left that there's nothing, there's no godliness left, there's no power left, there's no spirit there, and the people just either stop coming or the people that do come are not the ones that are going to give any money. They're not going to give any time and effort and support. There's no mission, and before you know it, it's a dead husk. You know, it, it reminds me of what Jesus said about the Pharisees: you, you're just whitewashed tombs. You're empty. Like oh a, yeah, yeah, full of dead man's bones, like it, a sepulcher. Yeah, that, that I, I guess if we were going to look at one thing that did major happen, we did get through the New Testament survey that was supposed to take a couple months in the, so, the year. Yeah, that took most of the year. Yeah, but now there was it a took the year. Yeah, now there was a four or five week break though. Were you to, taught to be to be to be fair? You were gone with the uh, couples retreat, and then uh, there was another time or two where you had to be gone. And I got two or three weeks here and there. So throughout the week, throughout the year, there were a few weeks that I actually taught, not you, and that 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 was okay. And yeah, then but we that's gonna and happen, then but it was... and then year in review, we actually st- started recording our Sunday school classes, and that took off. And for and it helped too during that time when you and I weren't able to record together. I was able to release those, and that gave us. Well, that reminds me. I that need gave to send us. You those. Um, <laughs> yeah, something funny was said this morning. So I thought back. my iPad was the, up here. We had, uh, we had, uh, the first two were ones that I recorded, and then that, that app went glitchy, and I couldn't get it to translate over 
to yeah, my computer. Yeah, you. Well, I tried a different app and it worked yeah. fine. Because I actually do have a sound file on my phone that is you teaching. It's a. But it, yours, we couldn't get it to go right. Couldn't get it to go right, and it's it's where you're talking about eschatology because you were finishing up Revelation. It's your last week of Revelation. I actually have that. If I can ever get it figured out how to work, uh, somebody smarter than me, more tech savvy than me, will have to do it. If we can ever figure out how to make it communicate with my computer, then. Then I will I will post it because it's not it's one of well, those things that's not timely. It could be posted at any time. It really doesn't matter. So that, I've just that's le- the other but thing I've not deleted actually, it. I've left it on there. Well, that's actually a thing. Um, but now last we time we did too. say we were going to do our we were going to release some um, some more some more sessions and we haven't done that yet. That's something we need to do. We'll, we'll be we will be issuing those. They're all recorded. All of them are recorded except one, which you said you're going to re-record. Last week I've got to re-record it. Last the week you forgot to put. It's not. the one time you forgot to turn the mic on. You didn't have it on, and it was like, uh, and I noticed part of the way through, and I looked at Sandy, and she goes, "He's not recording. He don't have his mic on." And it was it was a really good lesson. So you're gonna have to. You're gonna. You are gonna. Have, I know. I'll, I know that takes time out of your life, talked, but you'll have to sit down and record about no, thirty minutes. No, it take about thirty minutes. Thing. Yeah. Well, and what we did was that was the day that we talked about Pentecost, mm-hmm. uh, which we Acts talked more about one. today which we talked a little bit more about today and, and, and we get through those verses. Those verses are, you know, I'm, Acts two and what is it? Chad two, Acts two, two. And it becomes when the, uh, the wind, yes. uh, the noise like a wind, you know, there's no wind. And then, but then you get into those tongues of fire and proceeding with the utterances right. and, uh, are, yeah, that, that precedes what's coming. Um, you know, that is that, I mean, our, our whole, the whole Pentecostal faith is based upon really a wrong interpretation of that. Of Acts and I, don't, two. I know. And I don't see it as difficult. It's, it's, it's right there. I mean, everything taken in context is, is right there. And it, it was a sign. It was, it was a miraculous sign, it, it a was. sign gift, however you want to call it. A gift to the church, and it, and it was, was a gift to it was a gift to the nations. It was a gift to the non-believers. Now, look, well, I know, I know, by saying by mentioning this person's name, some people will tune us out. But I'm, but you know, I'm going to go there anyway. Uh, Michael Heiser does talk about that. How in that moment, what's being fulfilled is the fact that when it says that all of the tribes will hear it, right? They'll, they'll be they'll receive that they'll, the Holy Spirit will gather the tribes and they will they will all hear the voice of God, right? It's a regathering. They of Bible. did. They did. Everybody, because all those nations, these were Romanized Jews who lived everywhere. They were all there for Pentecost that day in Jerusalem. And and so of that 3,000 that was saved, many of them probably came from places and took it out to their to their lands, took it back to their synagogues and it, says, it was, wait till you hear what's happened to me. It was it the beginning was of the mission the, field. The, a typology of bringing, or not typology, but a, a further illusion could be made. It's regathering the scattered nations from Babel. Yes. Yeah, it is. I mean, when you look at it, and it's it's a it's it's a regathering of the nations. It's coming back. Um, sorry, I got a visitor here. Yeah, I see. you can see the arm. Um, so it's a regathering, and and we looked at that today. And I don't understand the problem with it of how um, it's not straightforward. It, it is very straightforward. It's right in front of you, and. People always say the little fire of the little the little tongues of fire, and they have a hard time understanding that, you know, that is the presence of God. That is God manifesting Himself there. It says it, it presence like a fire. It's not actual fire. It's right. It's it's, it's it like had the, I, it had the appearance of fire. Morning. Right. It had the appearance of fire, well, and, glowing and I, or whatever. And look, look, 
you're trying to put in human terms what is something that is beyond human. It's supernatural. And I, and I, I bet everybody got tired of hearing me say that this morning, right, but I kept trying to beat that in. What you have to understand, that it's alluding to something. And no, there's nothing wrong with, with reiterating it. I'm saying it again right now. But but the the tongues thing, right? The, the whole tongues of fire. The, the whole concept of fire, which you pointed out, is always illusory to Yahweh in the Old Testament. You know? Uh-huh calling Moses in the burning bush, right? That was not consumed by the fire. They had tongues of fire that landed on them. They weren't consumed by it, but it was a holy fire, right? It was a holy fire. And and then he appears as a pillar of fire, right? And 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 leads Israel during the Exodus. He always appears that way. It's a cloud, there's smoke, all that. Those are all illusory to Old Testament visions of God. What you got to see, what what we what we're seeing in the Acts Chapter two is a return to that. They're they're seeing it, kind of one last time. This is to reiterate. This is the same God. And the other thing is too, when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, it was the Holy Spirit the gifts, but it's also the coming. The 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 Helper is now there. That's been promised. It 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 was fulfilled right on time. Fifty days after, it's the first fruits. I mean, all of that is and back, lining back, up back with to what the, Jesus and did. back to the Tower of Babel imagery. God divides the people by tongues, and then on the day of Pentecost, Brings he them reunites together. them by tongue. Yeah. And, and all of that, that, that within that Passover feast, the first fruits the, of the barley, the first fruits of the wheat, all that is symbolized here in this Pentecost and Jesus, and it's it's all done on a divine timetable, as we see. It all lines up perfect. Right. We don't need that anymore because the moment that we are regenerated, we are indwelt with the Holy Spirit instantaneously. Yes. It's not a separate action. No. And, and so that's what is, it's been convoluted to the point of now our Pentecostal, I am not going to call them brothers because they believe you, it's, it's a, you are not converted until the point of speaking in tongues. Now you have added a works to it. You've added Christ plus. So they are saying that it is some, and then there's charismatics well, that say now, as a result of your conversation. Now I will say, or as a result of your conversation, I will say there there are some groups that yes, they do make tongues actually I would, as the sign of your salvation. There's no doubt about that, uh, which I don't agree. I think that baptism is the outward sign of your of your of your salvation, but it's just a work that you that you do to fulfill righteousness to show. Christ showed us the way and we're to do it, but it's not what converts you. So uh, the conversion and, has already occurred. If you're truly born again, you're born again. You're his. And everything and, that happens afterwards is just icing on the cake. The, the, but that to make, like you're saying, if they make the actual gift of tongues as part of salvation, that that's how we know you're saved is you can now speak in tongues. No, that's wrong. And that's, 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 heresy. Well, and, that's heresy, but not all groups. We got to be careful. Not all those groups believe that. Well, that's what I was getting. My next statement is that I was getting ready to say is that's where a lot of people, I think if I'm going to put the Pentecostals in a thing, it would be the works, but then you have the charismatics who speak in tongues, but it's not, it's a separate gift separate from regeneration. Yes. Because I, I've, I've known charismatics who've told me they've never personally spoken tongues, but they go to a church where it happens and they've seen it happen more many times. Well, and I'm fine with that. You know, I look, I don't, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a, right. And I'm not a part of that. Michael Brown says he, ha, I think Michael Brown has says that he has spoken in tongues many times. Okay. Uh, of all the people in the world, but it's not, but it's, he doesn't make it a part of not, salvation. 
No, no, no. And and a lot of the hardcore, especially, you know, the oneness Pentecostals, those. Well, he, he's anti. He's, you speaking. He actually debates those people. He he and uh, yeah, know, James White have debated together against them. And, you know, I mean, and look, I mentioned, I mentioned Gordon Fee a while ago. Gordon Fee, who, as my understanding, if he's still alive, now suffers from Alzheimer's. So I'm not trying to, and I'm not trying to belittle anybody or put anybody down. Gordon Fee is a wise, was a wise Bible scholar, okay? And he's very good in the Greek. But what I was saying about his his take on, on Corinthians and other play, parts of, of, of Paul is he is saying— He died October of 22. Oh, I didn't know he was, he was deceased. Okay. So, yeah. um, but, but Gordon Fee, who actually was the editor for a while of the NICNT, International Commentary on the New Testament, uh-huh. um, is, is not—I'm not saying he's a bad scholar. I'm just saying that because he is an egalitarian from being from that that sort of holiness Pentecostal charismatic type thing, he was looking for a way to, I believe, judge everyone guiltless who has a female pastor, and because that's part of the system he's in. Uh, those of us who, who who don't adhere to that are are pretty quick usually to say, no, we don't believe in female pastors. He's just as quick to say he does believe it, and here's why. He's one of the people though, that actually tried to give an a, an actual exegetical reason yeah. for it. But I don't agree yeah, with he's it. he's an egalitarian. And I don't agree with it. I mean, N.T. Wright, who knew him, the Anglican guy, he he agrees with Fee on that. Okay? Also, yeah. I will note this. I, I may be wrong about this, but I believe N.T. Wright was the first Anglican bishop to actually personally ordain a woman as a pastor. I could be wrong about that as an Anglican priest. I could be wrong about that, know. but I think he was. And um, he had to get permission to do that. And of course, by that, at that time, the Anglican church was well on board with it. But he was one of the first to do it as a bishop to, to ordain, fully ordain a full priest, priestess. I don't know what they call him. Anyway, um, within the Anglican church, you know, he, he knew Gordon Fee personally, and he agrees with his take on the, the tongues thing and on women pastors. Um, I don't. I'm not convinced. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I just that nothing that I have ever read has made the scripture speak the way that these other groups believe. And and I mean, I'm not going to put them down. I'm not going to say they're lost. They're dying. They're going to hell. They're apostates. They're her- heretics. Um, the ones you talked about, the ones that make it a part of salvation, yes. But I say the same thing about Roman yeah, Catholicism like, and other groups. If you say baptism is part of your salvation, no, it's not. And we've done all that before when we I'm did our breakdown to... on baptism. But no, as yeah, long as Jordan you're not... The... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no go, ahead. go ahead. I'm looking at some of the stuff he had. I, I he was had, just saying that had, you you cannot make anything extra when you when you add anything. No. When you say it's Christ plus this work or this event, you you've now gone into her, heretical territory. You just have. It's not Christ plus I anything. Thought I, I thought I had some Gordon Fee um, stuff up here. That, that's what I was looking at. Um, you know, and I'm not sure I may even have a Gordon Fee book. I don't know, but I'm, you I know, was looking at, I have a couple of books by Michael Brown. You mentioned Michael Brown, right? Um, and he is, he is, I do believe an egalitarian. I, and I know he believes in tongues. I, I would think so. And I know he believes in tongues, but I, but you know, again, I, it's not going to stop me from reading Michael Brown and agreeing with him on about 90% of everything. Look, he believes sure. he believes and there is only one way to be saved. He doesn't he doesn't add to salvation in any way. 
nor does he belittle people who I, do not believe in the speaking in tongues and the gifts and all that. I, I do have the, he's the, I was thinking Corinthians. It is Thessalonians that he writes. Um, I may be wrong. New, I may be wrong about it's Corinthians. The first thing, yeah. and second letters. The Corinthians uh, I've got is by, uh, uh, I, I'm having to read it sideways. Uh, Grossage, Grossage. I can never pronounce his name right. Um, okay. Just who that's by. So it is the first, uh, first and second Corinthians, and I do have it digitally. That's why I was looking. Unless he wrote the new one. Because that's why I was looking. I'm like, I'm, I'm, it seems like I did because, yeah, we kind of forget sometimes he is Pentecostal. Yeah. I was trying to see on, on Logos what kind of books. Well, because he's considered you know, fairly, got, and I will, he's considered fairly mainstream evangelical on most things. And he is a true Greek scholar. So, you know, for as far as the evangelical scholar, he's, he's one of the better ones, but yet his, in his personal worship and practice, yeah, he was a part of something that I don't consider to be fully orthodox. But I'm not yeah. trying to call him unorthodox, you know, in the extreme. For instance, for instance, and I, I will I will mention this. I recently was listening to a James White episode in which he quotes Gordon Fee. And Gordon Fee's usage of some yeah. of the Greek in some area and agrees with what Gordon Fee said. So there you, you go. Can't throw out, how many times you we can't, you, you can't, can't throw out the baby with, with the bathwater. Bath you can't. You can't dismiss everything just because you disagree on one issue. No, no. And no. We, we're talking and, about it today about about cessationism versus versus continuationist and that sort of thing. Um, full cessationist versus partial cessationist, of which I would say I am a partial cessationist. And you know, you you classified yourself as cessationist. You said I was not, and it, and you you asked, you told the class, you said, Roy, how many times, have, how many arguments have we had on this subject? And I said zero, and that's true. But in further further discussion, what 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 you realize is that you and I actually do agree on that because I said in in general practice, well, I am a cessationist in that I don't think the gifts were ever to be widespread and that they were normative for the church. I think they were always specific to a time and a place that they were a sign gift and they are almost always given as a one-off. I don't think they are continuing in someone's life over and over again. In other words, I don't believe in faith healers. I don't believe in people getting becoming prophets in this day and age, nor do I believe that you're going to sit around and just talk gibberish that you don't even know what it means. I think you will know, either you will know what's happening or you will be talking in your own language and someone will be hearing you in another language. That's the miracle. That's the tongues miracle. That's actually tongues. Tongues is not just, just, yeah, I was going to well, do it, but I'm not going to do the voice. Okay. I'm not going to do it. But Paul, I'm uncomfortable being around that. It doesn't jive with me. I don't think it's orthodox. On the other hand, if you have a situation where you have someone who's in a foreign country ministering to someone, the next thing you know, they say, I hear you perfectly in my language. Well, that's just, that's just the Holy Spirit. He worked. I, I am, I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Paul Washer calls himself a practical, was what I was trying to think of, practical, practical sensationist. Okay. Not, you know, that that's what he calls himself, if I'm not mistaken. And, and what it is there, if I, I'll have to re, um, so I, like I said, he, I'll have to listen to him because I, I'm, I'm 99% sure I have heard him in the video uh, from him himself speaking about 
and we said this too, it, it tends to be true biblical missionaries that yep. have experienced. And I will uh, say this, it tends to be isolated gibberish. and it tends to be isolated primitive people that hear the, that, that, that receive yes. the gift. They're the ones that actually and, hear it. So they're what they're receiving. And they never speak in gibberish. No. Right. I mean, that is me being very sarcastic. Yes. Okay. But it's like a person that you and I personally know. He was preaching, proclaiming the gospel in English with an interpreter, and the interpreter stopped interpreting. And when he asked him, why have you ceased? He said, I can't explain it, but everything you're saying, we're all hearing in our own language. We know what you're saying. So just keep preaching. And he turns around and the older missionary says, just go with it. I've seen this before. And, and the person we're talking about had been a cessationist up to that point. And now he's like, all I can yeah. tell you is it happened. You know, you can believe what you want to believe, but it happened. It's never happened again. Right. And so for me, that's what I'm talking about. Why I'm not a full cessationist is because God can work when he wants to work. However, he chooses to work within his own parameters. We can't limit God. Only God can limit God. God limits God in his own way, and he does it through his word and what he says he will and will not do. He will not bless sin. He cannot lie. And he can't create anything that he doesn't have power over. So therefore, even if it's Satan, it's still... And I know this sounds weird. Even though there is a Satan out there, he's God's Satan because he's his creation. He's his yeah, adver- I, I, he is his adversary. And he created, yeah, him it, of his, uh, he created him of his own will. God chose to make him knowing it full well what was going to happen. And, and you know... And we all know the arguments. I mean, what is there, five usual points that people talk about on Complete Sensationist? You know, it's... I, yeah, I, I'm, I've i told you, and I've been very clear about it. I think all the faith healers are charlatans, yes, garbage. Absolutely. I, 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 where I struggle with, with, with it is... And I'm a cessationist. I, I say that. My biggest struggle is what if God chooses to do something miraculous in the mission field? I mean, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if I can close that. I don't. I don't know. I mean, and look, I, I'm also very open. If Scripture closes it, I'm 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 obviously open to anything. That if you if you can show me in Scripture otherwise, I am extremely open to it. Well, I, I've been because cl- I don't ever want to be wrong in light of Scripture. Over the last couple of weeks, while Al Mohler has took a vacation from daily things. It doesn't come back till this, this coming Monday tomorrow. Uh, so there wasn't a daily briefing episode. Yeah. And a few other of my podcasts have been on some brief hiatus. Thanks to the holidays. It's allowed me to get caught up on some of my other stuff. That's more lengthy. And as you know, sometimes the dividing line can be quite lengthy, especially if it's a, a, uh, what's the reform theology episodes. What are they called? What is it? Where he, where he plays Tim Bouchon's a mighty fortress is our God. As the oh, intro. Radio Free Geneva. Radio Free Geneva. So I've been catching up on the Radio Free Genevas that I had not listened to this year towards the end, towards the last three or four months of the year. And also, so he's doing a series on Jason. I'm responding to a guy named Jason Breda. And that happened a few a few months ago. Yeah, I think in October, I've just been listening October, to that. November. And I'm just now listening to it. Well, I just listened a couple of days ago to an episode from August, a 90-minute question and answer before he went on one of his trips. And in it... Um, I think is where he quotes from Gordon Fee, but it is also where he talks. He's, he's asked a question about, you know, spiritual, spiritual warfare, essentially. It's about angels and demons and stuff. And he says, look, I don't talk about this stuff much. He said, all I can tell you is Rich knows what I'm talking about. He says, I was, and this is Rich Pierce, the, the, the you know, the guy that 
produces his show. He says, Rich knows, here recently I was at dinner with a guy named Mike, I can't remember his last name, but he was the original co-founder of Alpha and Omega, along with James White and another gentleman whom I believe is now deceased. There were originally three guys. And then I think the fourth guy to come on was Rich Pierce, who's still with him. And he said, I was having dinner with him when we were reminiscing, and he was telling me about some things. And he said, yes, we've had spiritual warfare. We've been attacked many times. There's been There have been demons and other things. He said, I'm not going to go into much more than that. He said, but, you know, he could tell you more. He said, Rich could tell you more. He said, if they want to, they can. And he was talking about Jeff Durbin, uh, the senior pastor at Apologia, where he goes to church. He goes, you got to understand, Durbin came from drug addiction recovery where he was, you know, helping through Christianity to reach people. And that's how Apologia started. It was apologetics for people who had gotten saved out of drug and alcohol addiction. And apparently, I'm I'm guessing, I don't know if Jeff used to be an addict or not, or if he had a family member who was an addict. I'm not 100% sure about that. He was Jeff's. a Ninja Turtle. I know that, yeah. A stunt man did a lot of stuff. Yeah, Jeff's an interesting fella, uh, as well as a martial artist and all that. Um, but that's why he's sometimes called the Reform Ninja. But Jeff Durbin. Yeah, I forgot about that. So he's telling a recent thing that happened in, in the second half of 2023. Jeff Durbin, uh, whether you know this or not, puts his walk where his talk is. So when somebody comes to him and says, I'm pregnant, it's out of wedlock. I thought about abortion, but after listening to you, I can't abort this baby. God has gotten a hold of me. I've been saved, but I still can't raise this baby. And there is no man in my life. Will you help me find somebody to raise the baby? If he can't find somebody to do it, he he adopts them himself. He's done yeah. this more than once, right? He has multiple children by birth and by adoption. And he's even, he's even a grandfather at this point in his life, right? Jeff had this child on the way that two weeks before he was born, they were told it had such severe spina bifida and that there was actually bone outside of the flesh. And they were going to have to do an instant surgery once the baby was taken from the womb and try to invert the spine back into the body. Okay. And this is going to be a massive surgery. It could kill the kid, but if not, the, the child's going to die anyway. It's got to be done, et cetera, et cetera. He calls them, moved to tears, praising God, because on the morning that it's born, that the child is born, the little boy is perfect and he's healthy and there's nothing wrong. And the spina bifida is gone. Amazing. All the doctors and all the staff, the surgeons, no one understood it. And he says, I understand it. God worked a miracle. Now the end, that's a miracle. That's a sign gift from God. God did that on his own. He chose to do it. And that's what James White was saying. So don't tell me it can't happen. It can happen. But it's like you said, I'm not going to limit God because I believe God, I don't have it. God can do it. God can heal. But he doesn't always choose to do so. Did Jesus heal everybody he ever met that had any problem? Well, we don't know, but we do know this. While he well, said, yeah, no, while while he no, told the yeah. apostles, "Greater things that I'm doing, you're going to do." For one thing, there's strength in numbers. He, he there were more of them, right? He sent the apostles out to do it. But there comes a point in time where Paul himself says, "I wish I could come did, to you and and heal you," and basically he couldn't do it. So I believe there was okay. a limited time for we, that healing stuff. What did he tell Paul? Yeah, I'm not going to heal you, but my grace is sufficient. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we do know there's people that wouldn't heal, and yeah. we know Paul met him. We know Paul spent time with him one on one, being discipled by him. A resurrected Christ. That's why he is an apostle, by the way. Yeah, and Paul, but Paul wasn't healed. I mean, mm-hmm. if it's like I've told you before, and I've said this before, I'm not willing. I may have even already said it today. I'm not willing to put God in a box that he doesn't belong in. I right, mean, right. 
And that's what he we're both does saying. Place himself in boxes. That's what I'm saying. God does it. God and, and look, God is sovereign right, overall. He chooses who lives and who dies, whether and, we like it to think that right way now, or not. We may have people that will quit listening to us because of our views on on this. To not say it's gone 110, um, percent but you know, I, I, I like I said, there's, and we're just I, as I likely to lose people for saying that we don't believe in certain things as well, you know, that, that we don't, know. that we don't accept that. I, again, it's not it's my job to judge their salvation. Okay. No, I, I think I've made that clear. I'm not saying that if you are a, a Pentecostal or you are this or that, that you're, that you're not saved. Obviously I don't know that, but what I'm saying is there are some problems, some deep problems theologically with the things you espouse and believe. Now, and I'll, I'll, I'll stick say, by that. I'll stick by that because I'm I'm pretty much, whether people like it or not, they don't, a lot of people don't like this term anymore, and that includes the Holy Reform. They don't like it either. They can kick me out of the camp if they want. But I am I am pretty much, this term has become anathema to a lot of people. Uh, just ask James White. But I'm a biblicist. We and I have talked about this. I'm a biblicist. The, the text sure. comes first. Everything else is secondary. Whatever the Bible says, I'm going to believe, even if I don't like it, because I don't have a choice. Because the only way you can be obedient uh, yeah, to Christ I is to listen to all of his words and obey them. Not perfectly, yeah, but acting in a, in a spirit of obedience. Exactly. And, you know, like I said, the only thing I will say that, I guess you could say get harsh on is, and I'm not calling that just the Pentecostals, if you attach anything to it besides Christ, you have usurped his work alone. That is right. And you are in very scary territory to the point that I would put you in heresy. It is by grace alone, through faith alone. It's not. A, it's a gift of God, not a man, not a work of man, lest any man should be able to boast. Right? We can't boast of anything. Exactly. Paul said, "I boast only in Christ and His cross, Him crucified." And look, Paul and was one of those so, guys yeah, that God did use mightily, and he did a lot of great works and performed a lot of miracles. And and Paul takes no credit for any of it. He says, "I boast only in None. Christ and His cross, Him crucified." It's been I a, still this one of my favorite conversation. Things, one of my favorite things, though, that Paul says in any of his writings, and I can't remember where it's at right now, is I am determined to know nothing among you but Christ and Him crucified. crucified. It is one of my favorite sayings of all the Pauline epistles, and he has sayings that are amazing. But I, 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 I love that part that he is so willing to be that bold to those, and I don't even remember that's it right now. Well, this you mor know, this morning uh, on the way to church, I was listening to White Horse Inn, and it was their New Year's uh, thing, and they were they were being asked about. Um, well, they already did the year end thing where they asked to some Q and A, but they were talking about. This is their first official episode of the year, and they were talking about um, some misused and abused uh, verses in the Bible. And what would you As say? As Todd uh, for real calls it, twisted scripture. Yes. What would you expect to be the first one they discussed? Judge not, lest you be judged. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens well, me. Well, that's a major one. Yeah. yeah. I, I just figured with the, with the time right now, yeah. with the, the the world, judge not, lest you be judged. That's uh, not. That's, that's not. Nope. But you and I always talk about these. You know. Poorly used We're two or scriptures. more are gathered. Oh, yeah, I'm there in the midst of that. Church discipline, That's church right. discipline, people. And look, I used I, to I not, look. I can't. Most of it, and look, not, I used to not know that. 
in my ignorance, I just thought I that know. meant what, two or three are gathered. Hey, I'm there. Okay, good. God's always with us. I am. But look, it doesn't matter if it's just one person because Jesus already said, he'd already said that, I'm with you always, right? I will never leave you. What is that great? There's a, oh, what is that commentator's name? Oh, darn it. Um, I had him on tip of my tongue a while ago when you were talking about fee. Um, Jack Hiles? No. Matoya. Uh, was that how you pronounce it? I do not mean what this thing. Uh, that does not mean what you think this means. <laughs> You're the, the, the princess bride. What's his name? Oh, I don't remember the name. Uh, yeah. I do not think this means what you think it means. <laughs> you keep saying this word. I do, I do not think it means what you think it means. Yes. Wow. What is his name? Back. He's a great actor. Uh, He's in a lot of movies, and he does. They're standing on that cliff. Inconceivable. <laughs> you keep saying this word. I do not think it means what you think it means. I think in real life, it's the guy that would later be on Criminal Minds for the first couple of seasons. Yes, that's him. That's yeah, him. Yeah. But, he's a character actor. Yeah. Been around for years. Oh, he's a brilliant stage actor. Yeah. I what is his name? Mandy Patinkin is his real name. Mandy Patinkin. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Mandy Patinkin. Jewish, I'm Montoya, sure. Montoya, Montoya, Montoya. That's yes. it. Montoya. Montoya. Yeah. Montoya. That's it. Dude, I've got, I know I've got that on one of my streaming services. I've not watched that in years. I think maybe on Peacock. I've got to watch that. I have got to watch that. <laughs> they are. Little, Andre the Giant is standing yeah. there and they're looking over that. What was by it? By the way, well, yeah. Go ahead and tell way, that. What was it you said about the, about Andre the other day? Uh, okay, so it's the, oh, what book it's the Christmas. did we just get? Yeah, for Christmas. What book did we just get? We just got a book that we have, and I don't have it up here. But if those of you who don't know, Roy and I have become major fans of a show called the haunted cosmos yeah. i mean well we've mentioned it okay, on here. The, we've mentioned it on here they did an episode on giants two-part episode haven't listened to it look it up haunted cosmos look them up all right so they do it and they mention a guy whom i have never heard of doug van dorn he's a pastor out west i want to say in that four corners area of colorado that area in that in that uh, northwest corner and he wrote a book that what, what let me uh let me look up um his book uh and it was on giants but I, i'm trying to remember the subtitle of the book uh let me just tell you about a little a little bit about doug here books well can he i can i say something can i say Step. can i say something about mm -hmm. the two guys that that run haunted cosmos mm -hmm. they're they're reformed they are, yeah, very yeah, much. They're very much reformed. One's a pastor. One's an elder. They are Presbyterian. Yes. One, one. If you if you have iTunes listed, he Brian Savay is one of them. Yes. And sings through the Psalms, and I know it's on iTunes. It's probably on other platforms. Very, yeah. very, very. I mean, that's on our playlist now at home. We were, very, we were listening to this one before church. I mean, we were listening to it before church. But if you look, it was called Giant Sons of the Gods. Uh, and it deals with Nephilim and Genesis chapter six. It deals with Goliath. It goes through that. Um, it, um, you and I, uh, that was our book that, that, uh, that we got for Christmas that we're going to have to read. Um, yes, but he was asked by another podcast called blurry creatures that we're doing an episode on the Nephilim. And 
they asked him if they believe there were any giants among us today, to which he responded, if I were going to say there was probably only one that I have ever seen in my life, and that was Andre the Giant. And he wasn't being facetious. Right. He said, look at his fa- his features. Like he said, typically you see tall people, but there's it's almost like a disproportion. He goes, Hulk Hogan was what, six, 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 seven, six, ten, something. Hulk Hogan was massive. And his head looked like so small in Andre's hands, like everything. I mean, he couldn't even hold like a can of beer for Andre. Yeah. And the the amounts of things he consumed. I mean, he would sit down and drink a bottle of wine in a session with these guys. Wow. And not be, um, this is going to be a grotesque story. But one of the things they always said was the size of his flatulence was something that you could not fathom. Could not endure. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know, I, I know that, that once again, there are things that we should write down to do a book and things we never thought we would say on air. And we did. We went there. And we did. So, but the, I, I mean, but he says, if there's, just look at the features, his digits, his head. I mean, he just, he was mammoth human being. Yep. And so that was our book, Gug Van Dorn. I highly recommend it. So, wow, we are in an hour and a half. Yep, Princess Bride Pretty took close. us there, too. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, we are in an hour and a half. Uh, We're going to have to call her a day. Yep. But, hey, this has been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. This is, look, this is back to our original concept. Two Dude, goobers We talked about gathered. Andre the Giant's flatulence. I can't believe I said that. I want to say you did it. I, I didn't do it. You Maybe did. you should edit that out. Nah, no matter. No, that's that's staying. Yeah. Well, um, so in the future, in the near future, um, the plan is once again, <laughs> as we said this last time we recorded two weeks ago, that we Why are. Why don't going we just to, do next last year's plans this year? <laughs> yeah, we're going to get back. Well, we're going to get back to the. We need to. Re, we need to get releasing those those episodes of um of the of the um the Sunday school class. We need to get back into Book of Acts. Um. And, and and get those out and then also we're going to continue to record um I, i'd like us to get another one in before i go away for training through my new job and that'll be I was a, like where are you going oh i'll be you know i'll be that's right i'll be out of pocket for about five weeks so sometime by the time of the sometime before the end of this month this being the seventh we got plenty of time so we'll record at least one more episode maybe two before the end of this month but we're going to start releasing those um Sunday school classes again and then um there was a couple things which I will talk to you about off air about um over the next few days I've had uh, a, a, a couple of things in mind that I would like to like to do like to talk to some people about uh having them on the on the podcast so well there is one thing yes. there is one thing that we're going to try to do this is not all that shot in the dark um, we have a guest speaker coming to our church. Okay. At the end I didn't of March. know if you were going to tell that or not. So yeah, that's fine. Go no, ahead. we have a guest speaker coming to our church at the end of March. It's not a pipe dream. This is probably going to happen probably toward the end of March. He is scheduled to be here March 24th, Sunday night. We're going to be listening to, uh, the wonderful and lovely Justin Peters, yeah. uh, looking forward to this. He's going to be doing a conference Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, uh, at Hanson, he's doing Baptist, he's doing the whole clouds. With, he's doing the whole clouds without water. Doing the whole clouds without waters. Yeah. Uh, man, looking forward to Justin getting here. 
uh, our goal is to sit down with Justin, you and I, at church one day uh, and sit down and, and spend do an, an hour or two with him and really just give him the floor and let us ask some questions because we're actually going to do a Q&A uh, with him. And one thing that we will do next time we come on air, uh, I need to have this done. We're going to have a new email. Uh, we didn't have the old email. We went away because of some technological issues. Yes. Uh, so we're going to have an email that we'll just put through Gmail. That's a free email. So if there is something that you won't ask of him, please just, we'll give you that address within the next couple of weeks. Uh, I think one of our main, and so we're going to get him on. And I think in, 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 uh, to, to piggyback on everything we said, one of our other big goals, I think for this year, two big goals for this year really should be video YouTube. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, and secondly, uh, and secondly, um, we need, we're going to read probably our, we've been talking about this for a year, revamping our website a little mm -hmm. to add more content yeah. because we are teaching now. And what they said, what you said earlier about the mic, the mic that I got was a test to see if it would work. We're going to add a mic that allows us to plug right into video. Uh, the only reason we don't have them right now is they are sold out. And you and I talked about those. Been watching for the you. I sent you the text on those. Correct. And we've been looking at those that will plug right into a 4K camera we could get to set up in Sunday school to set up with. Because you and I both have 4K did, uh, webcams now, so right. we could record this here. Yeah. Uh, but we've been talking about uh, possibly doing. Um, True, in Sunday school. And, and we could actually do that on our podcast. We could hook up OB. We both got OBS on our computers, and we could we could do a split screen where we we do that. I just I don't know why I haven't we haven't done that. I guess we could just do that. I too. just laziness for me <laughs> because I just haven't sat down. And, and, and I know there's a way to do it. Well, and, and to be honest with you, John Cooper does thing. it on I his just, stuff. Cooper stuff. Just finished my master's. Right, you've been you know, busy. The last yes, and I've been the busy last too. Four months have been. Yes. The last four months have been paper after polishing a paper after polishing a paper. It has just been, you know, one thing or another. And I wish they'd hurry up and send me a diploma so I could at least believe that I did it. Yeah, so, hang that on the wall. Um, but anyway, that should, if I had, Jalen had two main goals, that would be my big two is revamp the website and put some more stuff on there because we got a good basic start of it. And second of all would be, we do the video, like we said, and yeah. go ahead and get YouTube and get it out, you know. Well, and that was one of the things, that was what I was talking about, I was going to talk to you about is, you know, off off mic, but you went on and brought it up, was that we would hopefully find a way to have some time to interview uh, Justin and have him on the show. I'm sure he'd be okay with it, um, but that would be great. He's one of our people. Well, we and we've got, in there. And, and another one. We've got Gabe. Yeah, and and we, I know we can get Gabe again. I'm sure. Uh, the last time we tried to record with him, it was a, a mess up. Our, our internet was whack, and and so we just couldn't do well, it. Well, now the easiest thing, honestly, is to do is what we're doing right now. Right now, yeah, and just bring him in the meeting, and we're going to do this exactly what we're sitting here doing right now. Exactly. And yeah, and, and, that's and we're what not we'll we're you not know, promising we, anything about video as far as like we're not promising that every every episode will be video will be enhanced with video. What we're saying is that's something we've been talking about now for two straight years, and we really want to get it get it going. We've experimented. We have recorded a couple of things, but that first time we recorded, when actually when we recorded Gabe, there's a, I have a video file on my computer of that. Well, it's just it doesn't look great because you and I are in these little tiny boxes on the bottom yeah, of the screen. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, we didn't it's set the it up add-ins. Right. Yeah. 
I've because I'm the technology nerd. I'm yeah, the one that I'm needs not. to get on the ball there. I don't know how to video. Um, because you know how I am with technology, yeah. and I'm always want the latest and greatest of whatever it is. But I need to sit down with OBS Studio, see if there's a different one, maybe that is a little. I mean, I'm I, you know I'm not opposed to Adobe's got something. Just see what's there. Right for me, but that's o something I don't that, understand. OBS, I've tried. I've tried to do it. On OBS my own is I, very clunky. It is. It's, I mean, you to do one thing, I've got to do 30 steps. I just done it for so long at our old church yeah. that I knew the 30 steps by heart. And I never But you it. remember, if you remember back in the day, I taught your wife how to run it when we when I was in my absence. But essentially, I had that thing set up to where the pre-30 steps was a one-click now. And the difference between it's, me and her and the way our brains work is she's more technologically oriented. You could show her again in five minutes. She'd remember what you showed her the first time. And oh, so it, that would refresh her. But if I asked her to show me how to do it right now, she can't remember. But all it would take is five minutes of a refresher course with her. But I'm not like that. I, I'm going to sit there and go, well, how, how do I do this? And why does this work? And and that just throws everything out. Boy, it you takes deleted our cold opening. That, that's, that is true. That's true. You deleted our cold opening. This board I is, was so proud that we done that. Well, I didn't even have a look exactly. at the directions. I'm proud of this board, and yet I still don't understand it. I, I know enough to do the basics, and I don't know enough to do more advanced things. And this board is more advanced than the old board. We can do a lot more. If I had that, if I had that board at my house, you'd have a sound effect of applause every time you turned around. Right, Woo! you could do that. You could have a a whistle. You could have all these different things. Yeah, we, and and I've not so, put anything on there. But yeah. For us, we need to sound about horse getting beat by how many times we say stuff sometimes. That's right. So. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, till next time, folks, God bless you. We love you, and keep, keep us in your prayers. So long, Chaylin. God bless.